Splash of Lorraine. So I am back with the long-awaited episode with my all-male panel talking about relationships. I have three very interesting guests that we're going to chat with today. Well, I initially had five, but since this is a strictly PG show, I had to do away with uh, content from two of the others. So I'll I'll totally try to have them on again another time, but I do have three guests that we're going to move forward with. Um, Because of the scheduling for these men, I was unable to get them all on the same episode. So I had to interview them all separately. Either way, it's we're moving forward. Uh, it, it was still great. Um, it is going to be a pretty long episode because I did get to chat with each of them for quite a while. So be prepared for that. My first guest, uh, Jeff. Jeff is um, the husband of one of my coworkers. His name is full name is Jeffrey Delgado. He's the husband of one of my coworkers. Like I said, uh, they've been married for. Hmm, over 35 or so years they've been married since they were teenagers so jeff is going to give us his take on marriage and relationships and what has kept their marriage going for so long and i tell you i told him recently man i just love the way he shows affection to her i mean even if it's just like you know with a simple post on social media like you know what he says is it's pure it's genuine you know it's spontaneous it's out of the box but you can just feel the love from it and we don't see a lot of that you know we just don't see a lot of you know men showing publicly and I'm not talking about them walking down the street holding hands or kissing each other I'm just talking about you know post a picture of your wife and just say something sweet we don't see a lot of that you know as women we do that a lot more so I encourage him to keep doing it because I love to see it I mean it it makes me smile each time I see it because I know it's pure I know it's real I know it's genuine my second guest is Junior, family. He's my cousin, uh, another busy guy. So, But because he loved his cousin so much, he took the time out to come and come on and chat with me. So if you guys know Junior, then you guys know what to expect from him. So stay tuned for that. And then my third guest is Maz. Maz and I worked together uh, at a job back in New York. Another busy guy. Uh, because of his crazy schedule we had to do a couple rescheduling but i was able to get him on we chatted it was great it was fun i appreciate him for um sharing his perspective on on the topic uh stay tuned you guys uh splash of lorraine we will be right back with my first guest jeffrey delgado Hello. How you doing, Lorraine? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Good. Thank you. I appreciate you joining me on my podcast. Thank you for coming on. No problem. Great. So uh, this topic that we're going to discuss is, so pretty much I'm trying to increase my male listening audience. I have very few male listening or even a lot of my topics are so female. generated so i'm trying to either increase on my male listening audience or make some more topics that is more male appealing so that's why i got you on here today okay okay so and before we get into like the real seriousness of splash of lorraine and the podcast and the topic which is going to be centered around relationships um i have a pop quiz for you 
Um, and, (laughs) and it's really, the pop quiz is really to see how well you know your wife. And, um, so let me just, let's just dive right into the questions. Just three simple questions. I'll bet you'll speed through them. Um, first question is what is her favorite color? And I hope she's not back there listening or telling you the answers. Uh, she is. Uh, her favorite color is black. Okay. And I don't know what it is, although I talk to her almost every day. So once I air this episode, it's either, or once, once we hang up from this, either you're going to be wrong or right. But Okay. So her favorite color is black. Um, what would you say is her favorite thing for the two of you to do together? I would say a favorite two things would be probably um, to cook or perhaps go out to eat together. Okay. Okay. I can, I can see that being one of those two. Um, And then the last question is what would you say is her favorite food or her favorite dish? A favorite dish. um, Man, you know, she, she does a lot of cooking. She likes to cook. So I, I know. would say, man, I would probably say like grilled steaks. Or you can steaks. say soup maybe, just in case. Yeah, like grilled steaks, I think. Oh, yeah, she likes her steaks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she likes her steaks. Okay, well, we'll see once you're all done. But right. okay, boom. Yep. So now let's get down to the seriousness of why I asked you to come on to my podcast. Um, you guys have been married for how long now? We've been married. 38 years. We dated three years before that. So all together, believe it or not, we've been together 41 years. Oh my God. And you guys have been teenagers, correct? Right. So we started dating when she was 14. I was 16. We got got married when she was 17 and I was 19. Oh my gosh. Listen, I love this. I totally (laughs) love it. I mean, I thought I had the age correct, but I was wrong, but I totally love it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I I haven't told you, but I'm pretty sure I have told her many times. I totally admire your relationship. I love how you, I love how you show affection to her. I love how you show it publicly. Like we love to see that. So don't stop that. That's sweet. We like to see stuff like that. So (laughs) I know you make those little jokes sometimes and I will show it to my husband sometimes. I'm like, Teresa's husband is so funny. Like I just love this. So I'm telling you, we love to see stuff like that. Don't stop at all. And once I tell my listeners more about you, they'll, they'll, they'll get to love it too. So, I mean, serious question. What would you say what are the values or what are the key things? Or let's say, for instance, someone who's not married or maybe just even myself, because I'll take this advice too. I'm only 13 years in. So what would the advice you say you would give or what are the key things that you say has kept your marriage growing and going over the years? You know, I think there are several key things. I think first, number one, to being in a relationship is... Um, you have to understand who you are first, first of all. You know, understand that you come into the table perhaps as well equipped as you possibly can. You're not coming to the table looking for a mother. You're not coming to the table looking for a maid to clean up behind you. You're not looking for 
uh, a chef to cook for you. Uh, you're looking for a partner to be 50-50 with you. And so because if you come to the table looking for someone to be your mother, to clean up behind you, to cook for you, well, if that person perhaps stopped doing that, then perhaps it's going to cause a big rip in the relationship. So number one, I said, know who, know who you are. You be a whole person, you know, so when you are made up with someone else, that person should be the same, should be a whole person. That person shouldn't be looking for a father figure. That person shouldn't be looking for someone that's going to make them happy because no one can do that other than yourself. So I think those are key things to understand. Both of you guys come to the relationship. And, you know, of course, Teresa and I came together as teenagers. We weren't at this point in the beginning, but I had a pretty good idea of the type of guy I was going to be, what I wanted to be, the goals that I wanted to achieve, even at that age. You know, although I didn't see that in the neighborhood I grew up in, I didn't see, uh, you know, families getting married and staying together a long time, but I knew that's what I wanted to do. And so I wanted to make sure that person that I got with was equal to me. She's not less than me. She's not greater than me. We are equal. We're going to build this thing together. So those were the things that I looked at and always build upon that even to this day. I I wish you could see me right now because I'm just shaking my head at everything you're saying because I'm totally in agreement with you. So I, I totally, I love that. And I'm sure once I get to air this episode, my listeners would absolutely agree with everything you say. Um, yeah, thank you for that. So, and then my next question to you is, um, is on priority. And I, I did an episode on that before, um, with being either as a husband or a wife being made a priority in your relationship. And in this case, let's say for instance, um, we have a wife, a husband, there's kids or maybe no kids. And then we have siblings but then we also have friends and we have coworkers. And I feel like I'm disrespecting you asking you this question, like who should take priority? Cause that is just so obvious. But in this day that we're living, the younger couples, us, that's, that, that's sometimes a struggle for us. You know, you, you're, you're the veteran and, and I want you to give it to me raw, be, but truthful, like, and I know in my marriage, I should be the priority in my marriage and my husband should be the priority in, 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 in my marriage, in my life. Um, but it doesn't always go that way even for me or for people out there. So what would be the advice you would give to the younger couples who are still struggling with who to make a priority in your relationship, in your marriage? Yeah, it does change. It changed throughout the marriage, especially if you've been married a long time. In the very beginning, I think it's very important, especially in the beginning, that your wife be the priority. Not your mother, your mother-in-law, or your dad. It's gonna it should be your wife. Uh, make that a priority. Priority. Uh, establish that as the base. But then, as things will change. Kids come along. Right. Then sometimes, you know, that balance may switch from your wife to your kids. I know in uh, our marriage, for me. Uh, my priority did change throughout the years. In the very beginning, it was my wife. Then as the kids came along, um, we both had to 
priority with our kids with the sporting events. Every weekend we had to be somewhere based on those guys. Right. And I counted the years down until my kids grew up to move out so we could set our own priority, you know. Uh, but then um, the kids grew up, became teenagers. Then for me, I always wanted to go back to school. So when I graduated from high school, I joined the military right away. Mm. As soon as I got the military, you know, I started raising my family. And then as my family didn't need me as much as the kids became, uh, you know, teenagers, they didn't want to be around their dad as much. <laughs> so that was a perfect, yeah, that was a perfect opportunity for me to go back to school. I made school a priority at that time. So I went to school for seven years straight on finished my undergrad, finished my MBA. And so at that point, I hate to say it, you know, my family did have to take a back seat to my education, but I knew if I can get that completed, then I'm going to be better off, a much better father, mm -hmm. much better husband to take care of my family. So those seven years, um, you know, it was tough. I listened to my kids, um, talked to me now, said, Dad, you know, when you were going to school, we all say, hey, dad's down there studying, so let's be quiet. Right. Let's not bug him during that time. So it does shift. But now if you, you know, if everyone have those goals in mind, mm -hmm. I need to meet this goal. I want to achieve this goal. Everybody's participating in that. So it's not like they're being left out. They just said, okay, we're just sacrificing right now. Right. Because later on, it's going to help us out much better. Mm -hmm. And it has. So it does change throughout your marriage. But now. The kids are all grown. My schooling is out the way. My career is going along pretty good. So now what? The focus is back on my wife. Yes. And right. and the one thing that, that I did not hear in there was friends and coworkers and outsiders. And I and I love that because that's what that's what we see a lot these days, where the friends or the brothers and the sisters or the siblings, they feel that they supposed to be just as important to me or to my husband or, you know, to my friend's husband or, or whatever, as, as your wife is, they feel that your wife or husband should not be that much of a priority. That loyalty shouldn't be there. Well, why can't we still do girls night or guys night every weekend? Why is it, why are you doing something with the wife? And, and that, that I did not hear from you. And I, and I, and what I know from that is because you didn't make these outsiders a priority at all, or you didn't, when you made that shift, it wasn't about shifting because I need to be able to, you know, put the boys in there or, you know, my friends or my coworkers in this. So I, I, I get that. You know, one thing that really helped, helped us out early on in our marriage uh, is I moved away from all my kin folks. I moved away from all our relatives. So okay. it was just Teresa and myself. And if you guys can't figure it out between you two without having your friends and family um, getting into it, you're not going to make it. You've got to be able to figure that stuff out. If you can't figure it out, work through it. It doesn't matter who you bring in, your father, your minister. Um, those might give you some insight, but those are not the ones that's going to work it out and keep you guys together. So I think it is vital. It is important to have friends, but I think you got to have, put those in perspective. Sure. You know, it's nice to go out and have a pretty good time. You know, you have your friends, you have her friends, you guys have friends together, but you know, you have to put that stuff in perspective. No one is going to, you know, I listen to your advice. I, you know, I listen to it, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, I'm going to take that information. If I need it, I'm going to make a decision that best helps us out. But 
you're not going to make the decision for my family. Exactly. You can give me some input. And what I don't get from so many young couples, they go and ask other couples that divorced, hadn't been successful, asking them questions. Well, if they knew the answer, they wouldn't be divorced <laughs> or they would be married. Listen. You know, if, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to invest in the stock market, go talk to someone that's investing. Don't go talk to an amateur. Don't go talk to someone that's, you know, probably on the same level you are. You know, if, if you if you ill, not feeling well, you go see a doctor. I so I think I think you need to get the right resources. For me, um, and I know this I know this typical and this um, typical of a black guy. Right. Um, I never was the one to go and do uh, therapy. I feel as though you know. I'm educated enough to see what my faults are, see what things I need to work mm-hmm. on. I'm not proud enough to say, hey, if I made a mistake, I'm going to admit to it, say I'm sorry, and I'm going to work on right. it. I don't need someone with a PhD to tell me that. You know, I don't need to go pay someone two or $300 an hour to tell me that. Hell, I can figure it out. And if you can't figure it out, you ain't going to stay buried. <laughs> exactly. Listen, Jeff, I totally, I totally appreciate I appreciate everything you just said. And a lot of it, what you said is also what I believe, um, what I try to, um, to, to put into my own marriage. So I appreciate you, you, the advice you give. And I know whatever, everything you actually said here today, my listeners would actually enjoy everything you say. Um, it's good advice. It's great advice. I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, hope I can totally have you on again sometime. Um, the advice you give here today, I'm, I'm, I'm literally shaking my head at everything that you say, because um, and I'm totally happy that I asked Teresa, listen, do you think Jeff would be OK with coming on, on my podcast? So I'm totally, right. <laughs> I, I, I'm, 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 I'm stoked. I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited that you did that. I appreciate everything that you were able to share with me today. Thank you so much. No problem. All right. No problem. All right. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to Jeff and what he had to share uh, on marriage and relationships. Thank you again, Jeff, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on to chat with me. I do appreciate everything that you share with us here today. So you guys stay tuned. My second guest, Junior, is up next. Good evening. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Appreciate you joining the Splash of Lorraine podcast. Thank you for having me. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have Junior Forrester on the line, um, good cousin of mine. Um, and he's going to chat with me a little bit today about the relationships topic. Are you ready? Sure. <laughs> I'm going to go easy on you, but I know this is something that you're quite familiar with. Um, so, I mean, this is really about relationships and I just want to get it from a man's point of view. I'm just talking to a lot of different men, um, getting a man's point of view when it comes to dating or what you look for in a woman, uh, once you're trying to date or if you're trying to get married, something like that. So it's, it's right up your alley. Nothing that you're unfamiliar with. Oh, okay. Very, very true. <laughs> true indeed. <laughs> very true indeed. Okay. So 
Okay, so the first question I have for you is, what are the characteristics or what are the things that you look for in a woman that you're trying to date or get in a relationship with? Probably two or three things. Um, independence. Mm. Um, humble. And honesty. Those are the, honesty. to me, those are the three top ones. Okay, so... If I were to ask you more about independence, um, would you want her to be have her own job, have her own place, have her have her own her own job, her own place, pretty much? Okay, okay, all right, that's pretty good. So now that I know the good things that you look for. Um, what would you say are the things that would turn you off about a woman? Well, in meeting a woman for the first time is her already seeking some type of, some type of monetary <laughs> um, help for me for paying her own bills. Like <laughs> looking, like just meeting me and wanting to pay her rent <laughs> or buy her like a thousand dollar bag or $300 pair of shoes, you know, something, something to that nature. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I get that. And I think one other person before had mentioned like, you know, there's a young lady he met trying to date nice girl, whatever. But after like the second date or something, she was already, can I borrow this and that amount of money? So I, I get that. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of a turnoff for me also. That would be a turnoff, even That's as a woman. Yeah, that's a big turn off. Yeah. It's like that that shows that shows from the beginning that you're already out for your benefit. Which is right. which is that's what you're into, that's what you're into. But right. not just off of knowing someone, you know, on a first date or looking for some type of gain. You know, I mean, we go out to eat. I don't I, I don't see nothing wrong with the man paying if we're going out to right. eat. You know, I feel True. a certain extent that's my duty. If a woman wants to treat, no problem. But, you know, as you know, that's one thing. But asking for all these other extras is just a turn off for me in particular. Right. I get that. I agree. I totally agree. So and I, I know you've been married before. Yes. Is that something you will do again? And if you were to, what would you do differently in the next time around? Okay, if I was to get married again, I would get married again. If I was to get married again, I would look for a woman that pretty much has the same interests as I do. Mm. That's looking to have children again, even in, at my age. <laughs> and someone that pretty much has their stuff together financially as well. That independence that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, that we can actually, that we're coming together to build something. And okay. you're not, you're not going to be relying on me to do everything. Okay, I, I got you on I that mean, one. A lot of women, like I heard a woman made a statement to me one time when we were dating. And she wasn't referring to me, but she said to me, you know, there was a, a guy that someone was talking to that she know. And she said that, her friend told her, oh, he couldn't do this. And she said, oh, the guy wasn't working. And she said, if, if you don't have your shit, her, she, she said it was, if you don't have your shit together, 
a guy a man should be shouldn't be dating. Oh wow. And even though she wasn't referring to me, right. I look at as that's very superficial. Because mm-hmm. Anne could be she could and at this point in time that she didn't have a, a stable job. She had a hustle job. So okay. it kind of made me feel like, well, your shit is not together either. So why would you be looking for a man to have his shit together when you don't either? Right. Because what, what do you bring into the table? Yeah. That's yeah. specifically what, what I took it as. It's like, that's very, that's very bold-faced. And because of that, I stopped talking to her. Yeah. I kept a, a friendship after that because that's not the kind of woman I'm looking for. Right. I got you. And I totally agree. I mean, I, I agree with, um, I like the independence part, totally. And then I like the fact that we both bring in something to the table and not one person just looking to take advantage of the other, whether it's the male or the female, you know? Yeah. So and, I totally, I totally agree with that. And, and why that is also important is because if we're going to have a family together and God forbid something happens to me, I need to know that you're going to be able to handle that household. Right. And if you're just going to rely on, a, on, if something happens to me, another man to have to come and help you with the household, who to say, who's to say that that man is going to be good with my kids. Right. Yeah, he can you got to think long. Be, he can be, a, he, you know, he can be a sexual sexual abuse if you have girls. So those things you have to weigh. So if you're gonna, if you can't say that if I leave you in a decent situation, that you're gonna have the need to go, but I, this is still not enough for me because I want this. I want a Brooklyn bag. I want this, and I can't get <laughs> this money. So I need another man to come in here and help me out. And True. now you know what you're Good gonna be subjecting these kids to. So you need Good to point. be. To be able to stand on your own two feet. God forbid something happens to me. Good point. Uh, yeah. And that's the independence and everybody bringing something to the table. I, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. So the next one I have is, is actually um, a situation that someone that I know just got herself into. Um, you know, there's is a gentleman that she's dating. They're in their early 40s. Um, and they decided to take a weekend getaway together. Um, their first first few, and they really recently just started dating, I think four, four to six months ago. Um, okay. I don't think they had any labels on the relationship, like we're calling each other a boyfriend or girlfriend. They were getting to know each other pretty, pretty much. Um, okay. And so the first few days of their um, them getting away together, it was, you know, she gave me an update. She said it was sweet. He's, you know, sweeping her off her feet, you know, mm-hmm. giving her all the things that a woman desire in, a, you know, getting to know a guy or, you know, we just dating and all the great things that she's looking for. They're going out to drinks. They're having fun. Um, you know, he's showering her with romance and everything. Um, and she was enjoying that. But on day four, he went cold. Like the, the romance stopped. Uh, the conversation were few and far between and she was asking him like, what's the matter? What's the problem? And he keeps saying nothing, but she knew it was something because three days before that we were having a ball of fun on day four, all the fun stopped, the romance stopped, the conversation stopped. We're not drinking, having wine, you know, on, on, on that evening or anything like that no more. So they flew back to their respective homes um, she let him know, hey, I'm back home. And he has not responded to her since. Oh, okay. Uh, there could be a couple. Were they intimate prior before that? 
No, no. Oh, no. well, two, two. And I can guess what happened already. That wine and dine was for him to get a piece of nookie. <laughs> that's, that's bottom line what it was. He knew what it took. He's like, I, he wanted it. He said, I know. I want to go away. And I know this is what she probably said. Oh, I would love to go on a trip. And he said, this is what's going to take uh, a couple hundred dollars. I get to go away, enjoy myself. And I get some nookies. So, so be it. And he did that. And number two, he probably, there might have been something that she said or something else that might have turned her turned him off. And that's what might have sparked that as well. And I'll share a little story. I had a, um, a female that I met. We were intimate abroad. And then she came here to visit. Right. She was staying by me for a couple of days. And, we, you know, she was a nice young lady, you know, and know we were vibing pretty good and you know intimate again and there was um something that i noticed that didn't seem kind of sanitary to me that was done okay and i was looking at like this like this woman is really doing this like this is like under this like unheard of right you know like if I'll, I'll give it if I'll just I'll say it. If we're intimate, the the common thing that I know most women would do is actually go and shower themselves. Okay. They wouldn't mm-hmm. they wouldn't stay with that sex for for that amount of time and then leave the house without doing that. Mm. And then a smell is is a turnoff. Hmm. <laughs> Made the turn off. So that had me like, I couldn't tell her and I didn't want to hurt her feelings. So right. I, I just was like, you know, I, I told her like, you know, it's just, I can't tell you what it is. I, I continued to be nice for the rest of the trip. Right. And then afterwards, when she went back home, I had to tell her. I didn't tell so her. So you didn't tell her. I, I didn't tell her, but I told her there was something that turned me off. And I'm not going to share it with you. Right. And okay. To, you know, but- but you didn't ghost her, like not respond at all. And I mean, I'm sure the relationship fizzled off after a while. Yeah, she still she still likes me. We speak now and again, but right. it just wasn't a cool thing. Right. You know, there's okay. a lot of things like that. Well, you know, I mean, that probably could have turned them off. It might have been something simple, like maybe, you know, that. You know, he expected her to at least come out. Did she come out of pocket at all to pay for anything on the trip? Um, I don't know. That I don't know. I, I didn't get the details of how mm-hmm. that part went down. Uh, but I know it's something that they've been planning for a while and it ended up happening that mm-hmm. time. Um, so they've been, you know, with COVID and everything, a lot of things has happened. Had People had to cancel trips. And so, mm-hmm. so they ended up making it happen oh. um, towards the end of the year. But to me, you know, I, what I'm thinking is, okay, whatever it is, with, and then see what you said now is that it, it could have been two things with her. What if it was something with him? What if she was too much woman for him and he just couldn't handle it but didn't know how to tell her? I mean, I don't know. I am just keep coming up with scenarios as to why a man wouldn't just say, hey, listen, this is what it is. And this is why I can't, I don't want to rock with you no more. This is why I don't want to date no more. Or, or something. I, I'm just bothered at the fact that he just went ghost and hasn't said anything at all. Coming from a man's perspective, 
it's possibly something that she might have done. <laughs> really? I know that for, for I know for most men is it takes one or two things that really turn us off for us to be like that's it we're done. Really? We're done. We're done. Or it may be that he just that's what he that was his goal to take her away, get the nookie, and then that was it. Wow, Listen, that's that. I've met, I've met females like you know I go to carnival a lot, and I know a young right. that this white guy came from from Ireland or Ireland, England, came down to Trinidad, a white guy, and, you know, the girl, apparently, he must have swept off her feet. You know, he he, he married her that same time. I, I think he probably, I, I'm not sure, he married her around close, close to, the, like, in six or seven months of meeting. Wow. After he got married to her, he never came back to Trinidad. So, he, what? That was an extreme. He married her just to know that she would give up the nookie. And oh, then, my God. And then he never came back. Never. Wow. Because, you, know, you know, there are women in Trinidad that believe that all Caucasian men have money, and that's their salvation. You okay, know? you might get knocked once I air this episode. The Trinidadians might hear this and come back at you for that, but I'm going to let you handle that. You <laughs> I can deal with that because this been this has been discussed on a public forum before. So okay, and there's very, very aware of that situation. Wow, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just think I, I guess maybe the headspace I'm in. I'm thinking like if we're two grown adults and there's something about you that turned me off or something I'm not feeling or I don't like or I see something, you know. And, and like you say, with that, that that woman that you had that experience with, maybe because of the detail of it, you probably didn't want to go into it because, you know, it's kind of hurtful. It could be kind of explicit, kind of hurt her feelings or whatever. But you were able to still tell her, hey, there's something, you know, that I've seen from you that's a turn off that I don't like. Mm -hmm. um, so at least you were still able to say something. But to just go ghost for me to be having three days of fun with you and on day four, like there's nothing going cold. I mean, that's uncomfortable for a woman. It's kind of hurtful. And for me as a man, like, I don't know, grow some be like, say but, something. But that's, that's with any relationship. That's a risk you take. Once you, once you go to those, it's, it's you taking a risk. I'll show you, for example, right. A lot of women would, will be like, okay, I like this man. I'm not going to sleep with him right away. I'm going to take my time. And I'm right. going to you know, because I'm going to make him wait and see if he really wants this. There are some men that are capable of selling you that dream and will wait for months, knowing that they have no serious intention for you, but they're going to they're gonna play it out and sell you the dream. And then once they get it, if you made them wait a year, they're just going to take it and then leave. Man, that just sucks. Like, to it me, that's just playing that's on people's emotions. Yeah, it is playing on people's emotions, but some men, that's what they'll do. They'll wait and say, okay, fine, I'll wait. I'll wait, I'll sell her the dream, and then I'll, that's it. I'm gone. Cause it, that's it, and then and now it becomes like, okay, because there are certain situations where a, a, a woman will just give it to you right away, and you might end up in a long-term relationship. And sometimes a woman could wait to months to give it to this man and then end up it being over right after. So it's yeah, a that, 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 that sucks. I mean, I, I get, um, 
you know, I get trying to waiting, you know, a lot of people to have the 90 day rule waiting. Um, let's get to know each other. Let me make sure it's worth it. Uh-huh. You know, I get that. And I can't fault anybody for wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. But I hate when it's just for either party, it's just based on sex. And then I hate that as adults, that if there's something there, we can't come out and talk to each other about it. And, and for me on that situation, I just hate that someone had to put a female that I know in a situation like that, because I know that she went all mm-hmm. into it. Um, I know that she, she's looking for love. She wants a relationship. She wants a family mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And to me, you know, she put herself out there and I feel like she was taken advantage mm-hmm. of. I, I, I just, it's I hate gamble. it. It's something um, we all hate, but it's a gamble. But look at, look, let's turn it around. It's that's your friend, or female. What about these guys? that date these girls and spending all this money on them and they're just getting used. Um, yeah, good point. Um, and again, I would stand in the shoes of the men. That's, that's, that's grimy. I don't like females doing that. I wouldn't do it as a Mm -hmm. female, you know, don't just use the man because he has the money. If you really don't like him, don't, don't use him for that. And then I guess in both situations, both men and women, they have to be smart Mm -hmm. going in. Like yeah. man, stop showing your wallet. Yeah. Don't 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 start spending like yeah, crazy. But you know, there are a lot of females that will come with all kind of excuses to tell you certain things, like you know, like okay, you know, uh, I'm just I'm not out for that, and they'll sell you know, females with black say dream. No, I'm just you know, I'm just here. Good you know, I'm just looking for a good man. In actuality, they're not. They're looking for someone that's their right. meal ticket. Right. You know? Right. I get, I get that. And I, and I know that does happen. I know that does happen. Um, I, I guess, you know, lately I've just been on this, like sh- being respectful, acting like a grown up, yeah. you know, um, evolving. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'm big on that. And to me, when I see adults can't be upfront with each other, that kind of bothers yeah. me because I'm like, I'm, I'm the kind of female that I would tell you, like, if my husband wants to drop milk on the floor, like, and it bothers me, I'll tell him about that milk. Or, you know, so I just don't understand why it's so hard for some people to just be upfront or just say what but, it is, whether it hurts the other person or not. But at least, you know, you're being truthful and you're being upfront because then you have this other person wondering. Because now in my friend's situation, she's wondering, what is it? You know, there's nothing that jumps out of her. To, that she would think, oh, maybe it was that he saw, or maybe it was that that I said or did. There, you know, so or she's may- like wondering what it what maybe- it is, and that's a messed yeah. up place or to be. Maybe in. he might have felt like I waited all I waited all this time for this. <laughs> it, it, sexually, maybe sexually, com- they they weren't sexually compatible. Probably he probably felt. Well, and that's also a point. That's possible. You know, like, um, and I don't he know. Probably, he probably could have been like, well, damn. You know, like I thought it was going to be worth more than I hate to put it that way, but I, I thought it would have been, you know, something like magnificent. Like, man, she came. It's like, you know, those are intimate questions she might not want to tell you, you know. Well, possibly. I mean, I mean, that that's quite possible. But then again, I'm going to get back on her side and say maybe she was too much woman for him and he didn't know how yeah, to handle a, it. So possible. he just he just chickened that's out. possible too, you know. But- but, yeah, yeah, I, I think, but, yeah. I know if, man, if um, a man stops talking to a female, there's something she did wrong. Well, nine out of ten times, I would, I would, I put my 
head on the chopping block and say it's possible. He stopped, yeah. If he stopped the communication, there's something going on. You know? That, that really sucks. Well, I'm going to get the opinion of a few other men and see how everybody else think about it. But listen, because I appreciate you jumping on. I know you're a busy man, so I appreciate you taking the time okay. off to come on to my podcast and share your views. I'm sure my listeners is going to enjoy this. It was my pleasure. And um, we'll, we'll sidebar on a few things where I, I have a couple of ideas. If you know, these are the okay cool and stuff that you know you could use on your platform to debate because i mean you know i like what you're doing i haven't got a chance to listen it as much i try to listen here and there but right so busy you know i know but i appreciate you coming on it's so funny that we're on the phone and on, on this on the podcast, and your brother's calling me about something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let you go handle business, and we'll no chat problem. soon. All right. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Well, if any of you know my cousin Junior, then you know he spoke as Junior. Uh, that's who he is. That's how he speaks. He gives it to you as it is, as he sees it. Um, but totally appreciate him for coming on, sharing his views um, on this very important topic. I hope you guys at least took something away from what he said. And if you guys stay tuned, my third guest, Maz, is up next. And he's going to follow up with um, on the topic that I just discussed with Junior and what and what one of my um, close girlfriends uh, experienced recently. So stay tuned. Maz is up next. Hello, hello. Maz, um, welcome to Splash of Lorraine. Thank you. Thank you for uh, taking the time out to a busy schedule to um, to come on my podcast. I appreciate you doing that. No problem. Thank you for having me. I, I'm glad you reached out to me. Sure. How have you been? I'm all right. Chilling. Good. Chilling these days. Just relaxing. Staying busy. Staying out of trouble. I, I'm I'm not a troublemaker, you know. I'm always well, you're not, not a troublemaker, but I just want to make sure you stay not yeah, a troublemaker. Yeah, you know, I'm on the right path, doing the right things, working hard for the city That's of New cool. York. That's cool. That's good. Good to hear. Um, so I mean, before we start talking about relationships in the podcast, um, what's going on with basketball? Are you still watching basketball? Who you're supporting this season? Of course, I'm watching basketball. I mean, you know, my my number one hope is that you know the Knicks win the win the championship. Oh, we still there, but. But you know, yeah, of course I'm still there. I'm never I'm never off the, the bandwagon. I'm always on the bandwagon, all right? <laughs> you know, we looking we looking good this year, you know. And I, no. I like I like the setup for the, the, the future. We making smart moves, we making a lot of a lot of basket high IQ basketball moves, you know. Listen, if the playoffs were to start today, the Knicks might just be in the playoffs. We got a shot. We got a shot. Listen, we playing better than we playing better than some of the teams. Some of the teams with multiple All Stars, you know. What I'm yeah, that that is true. I, I'm, I'm, not, I, I'm just happy we competing. That's that's my thing. Yeah. You know, we we playing hard. It's just it's not even about the the winning excessively or anything. We just playing hard. That's what's right. My husband was saying he think it's the coach. He think the coach is, is just doing really good things for them. So um, it, it's good. 
I, I hope you don't burn the young boys out, but you know, you, you get the most out of them as you can. Right. No, they're they're looking good. I I am shocked when I go on and I see like the Knicks beat whomever anybody like compared to last season. I'm like super shocked about that. So that's good. I, I like to see where they are right now. Yeah, they building yeah. they, they building some solid. They got some solid uh pieces in the front office. I don't really. Right. I don't know anybody who's got any staying power just yet on the roster, but you know they they're making they they're looking good. I mean, I'm pretty sure Julius is going to be uh trade bait soon, but we'll see about RJ and Obi. Right, right, and then they got um Curry. Is it not Curry, but um, what's Doc Rivers' uh, son name? Austin, Austin Rivers. Yeah, Austin yeah, Rivers. Rivers. He's, yeah, he's decent. Yeah, yeah. He's decent. I, I, I will hold him. No, I will hold him definitely. I would keep him, keep him in the fold. He's definitely a solid piece to have on a on a contender yeah. team. I would definitely keep him. I think I he's decent, him, but I, I just, I don't know what kind of, you know, what I'm saying, I don't know what kind of team the Knicks are looking to build. That's why I say I don't know who really has staying power as far as like, are they just right. gonna build a team from the bottom up and draft stars? You know, like, are we are we looking to be like the Warriors or are we looking to be like what the Knicks right, right. Is? You know. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Right. Okay, so enough of basketball. Uh, let's talk about relationships. Um, sure. You're it's almost, it's almost not married, story. right? No. Are you married yet? No, no, no. You're not married yet. Uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. So listen, so this is, um, I'm asking, this this episode is really about relationships, but there's an there's kind of like a, a, a an issue that I'm dealing with and not me personally, but I'm trying to um, get the perspective of different males of an issue that one of my close friends had to, um, that she experienced recently. Mm. Um, she's been dating um, this gentleman for about four to six months or so. And because of COVID, they haven't been able to meet up because they're in different states. So because of COVID, they haven't been able to meet up um, as often as they would have liked. And then Throughout by the end of December, they were able to um, plan a getaway trip together for about four or five days. Um, so they went on a trip, and they haven't seen each other prior to that. They know of each other, but they haven't seen each other for a few years mm. prior to that. Mm. So the dating was kind of like online dating, well, you know, FaceTime, talking on the phone, stuff like that. But they haven't physically met up prior to December. So they met up. They flew out to a nice little resort, and the first few days of them going out, it was, it was nice. It was, it was fun. She was texting me. She was, you know, sweeping her off her feet. It was doing all the things that, you know, a nice young lady would like a man to do for her when they're just dating, you know, buying her flowers, they're having drinks, nice dinners, conversation, you know, romance, everything is great. On day four, he went cold. The conversation stopped, the romance stopped and I mean, it, it, he went cold, pretty much like just like, casual conversation. Not just like, like, oh, okay, okay, just not, nothing. Yeah, no, he didn't nothing die. Engaging, <laughs> nothing intimate, no, no, no type of. No, nothing. All that stopped. And it stopped because of him. Like, he stopped it. He stopped the conversation, the romance, the hugging, the kissing, all of that stopped. Mm-hmm. Now, and I've asked two other people that I've interviewed, you know, from a man's perspective, why that was because what she did she'd ask him you know she told me she's asked him a couple of times like what's the matter what's wrong like why the change of attitude and he told her nothing 
Well, obviously it's something if we were having all this fun three days before and on day four, um, there's a change of attitude, then it's something. But from a man's perspective, what what do you think could have happened? I mean, I mean, it, uh, I mean, from a from a single aspect, I mean, thinking about it, thinking it through, I would think that maybe he didn't. Um, he sees her differently than just you know trying to trying to just get everything done in in one weekend, like you know. He he wants to mm. he he might value her more than just you know a weekend fling. That's what I would think off the top. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Did they did they have anything intimate prior to this meeting, or this is their first time? No, yeah, no, so, that was the yeah, first time. So more than like, I mean, I would I would think like, all right, you know, if you're if you guys are really connected like that, you know, then and you're seeking something deeper. Then I would think like you know you would you would hold off on that like yo let's just you know get to know each other you know what I'm saying rather than okay but but they were intimate on days one two three on day four he just stopped he you know like everything stopped yeah I mean maybe he, went, he felt like that you know like you know let's, let's get to know each to other her? yeah you know maybe let's get to know each other deeper than just intimate because you know like I I mean excuse me. Okay. You're you're older than me, so, so you you can you know you know what I mean. Like, you know, things can get yeah, too you can I get, get that. too involved. You can think things are better than what they are just because there's good sex. You know what I'm saying? I, I know that, but then why couldn't he tell her that though? Why why when she asked him what's the matter, what's wrong? Why he keeps saying nothing? There's and nothing then get wrong. this. I mean, okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Listen, let me. Why you. when they okay so. You know, the vacations ended on day five or so. Mm -hmm. They flew back to their respective states, and she texts him, I'm home. I got home safely. And yeah, he hasn't yeah, responded yeah. since. Well, what did he, in after the vacation, how has the treatment been since? He has not responded to her since. When she flew back, she got back home. She texted him, I landed safely. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming he landed safely also. I mean, I would think, you know, that it's not what he thought it was. Maybe she's not, you know, maybe she's not who he thought she was. Like, he might have valued her more and then the fact that she was so aggressive going for I don't know, were they, was it equal grounds? Who was the aggressor? You know what I'm saying? Like, these are things that you, you gotta know. Like, these are, these are Ooh. weighing factors here. Like, it was everybody, I know, man. you know, it was everybody coming into this knowing that, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna have sex this weekend. We're gonna, you know what I'm saying? Or are we just looking to chill? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if those things aren't clear and you just go there like, all right, I'm just going to see what she does. And then, you know, she she's all aggressive and everything like that. And that's not what you wanted. You know, I mean, right. not to say who what man is going to is going to walk away from it. But, you know, what I'm saying at the same token, he's also going to realize, like, all right, this isn't she's not, you know, exactly what I was looking for at the end of the day. Wow. You know, I I don't know. I'm just saying, you know. No, that, but but I like your <laughs> I like your swing on it because the way you're looking at it is quite different to the other two males that I um spoke to about it. So I like that I get a different spin on it. Um, but my only thing about it is, if if that's the case, uh, and and they're grown ups, you know, they're in their thirties. So to me, like, why not tell her? Listen, I'm not feeling you like that no more. We're moving too fast. Um, that's kind of not what I wanted a weekend to be like. To me, as an adult, I think that's something either, you know, it, whether it was either one of them, like if, if in the case, like she wasn't feeling him like that, mm -hmm. that either one of them should have been able to just come out and tell the other, listen, um, 
our first three days was cool, but you know, right now I'm just not feeling you. I, I don't like it. it. I just wish that he could have come out and tell her something, especially, you know, after them flying back home, she let him know, Hey, I landed safely and she's heard nothing from him. Well, I mean, on, on at that moment, at that point, now you should realize what it is, you know, I mean, it's sad to say, but you know, that. It is what it is. I wouldn't. I wouldn't look no further than than that. Like you know, on to the next. You know, you you live and oh you learn God. from the situation. You know, just maybe take it like, all right, maybe you were you know, a little too aggressive that situation. He he's not an aggressive type of guy. That's the thing. I, I I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure I on that. On that space, true, but but I like it. I I kind. I'm I'm like I'm like. You know, I would kind of think in, if it was me, that's how I would I would see it. Like, you know, she's probably she's just way too aggressive. And okay. it, although, you know, I'm I'm not gonna turn down. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and ruin the weekend altogether right. because we, you know, what I'm, I'm not gonna ruin the weekend and just be like, all right, yo, let's let's have serious conversation. Like, yeah, you're gonna make it worth worth it. You know, right? And it, it sucks. It, it, it's kind of selfish. It is it's very selfish. It is. But it, it's, you know, at that point, you, I think he knew what he was going there for, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that, you know, that's what it turned out to be, you know, it's just like, all right, yeah, nah, she's not it. Maybe he wow. had that thought, pro- maybe he had that thought process already, you know what I'm saying? And he just didn't explain that to him. And that's the problem with a lot of things as adults, you know, communication just isn't there. Like Right. Yeah, that that's the bad part. And I think for me, like I always tell people, I feel like if I'm, whether who is my husband, a friend or whatever, like something's bothering me or something I don't like, I like to tell the person about it because just not knowing, because to me, like that's her situation. It's like, she don't know. Like, why is it we were talking months before we, you know, FaceTiming, having good conversations, can't wait to meet up. Okay, no, so we meet so up. I mean, for, speaking from experience, I mean, I, I've been in a situation where, you know, it's like, you tell a female like I'm not here to you know I'm not I'm not here for sex I, I sincerely want to get to know you, right? And then that completely turns them off, you know what I'm saying? And then there's excuses, oh you know um, I, I got to do something with my friend, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Like you got you laughing, you get what I'm saying? You laughing, but you get what I'm saying? Like it's just you don't you don't want to you don't want to go into it like hey you know I'd really like us to just relax this weekend and get to know each other and and yada yada yada. Meanwhile, she's thinking, man, I'm trying to get my my boots get knocked off. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? Uh, it's, eh. I don't know. It's I guess what bothers me is the fact that, and I guess maybe from a female perspective, I'm just looking at how I would have felt if I, you know, yeah. took the time, flew out, met up with this guy that I'm feeling, and um, you know, we had fun for the first few days, and then on day four, there's nothing. That's you don't even want to touch me. That's the risk you take with uh long distance relationships, though. You know. Uh-huh. You can, it can be good one one weekend and then the next weekend is turmoil, you know, because that distance there and all of that. A lot of a lot of factors come into play in those in those uh situations, yeah. you know. That, you know that especially is- with a long distance relationship, he's probably thinking, I right, we're this compatible when we're not together. Let's see how compatible we are when we are together. Maybe you know, you never know what he was you True. never know what he was thinking, and he probably should have said that at the beginning before, you know, saying while planning this, explaining, you know, what he's planning a little more in right. detail. Yeah. Probably... I, guess, I guess um I wish, you know, whatever it is he felt, whatever made him pull back, I just wish he would have said it. 
Um, I, you know, to me, it's like playing on people's emotions. I think he knew how she felt about him or whatever. Um, I, I just felt, feel like he should have, even like, you know, while they were there, he didn't want to talk about it. Like, why not send her a text and be like, Hey, you know, this is why I reacted that way. This is why I pulled back. This is why I wasn't feeling it no more, you know, but to, to now just go on not knowing that might be his MO. Wow. That's what he does. He might just be that guy that. You know, wine and dine yeah. and get what he wants and then ghost you. Uh, wow. It sucks. It, it, it's, a, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of different ways you can look at it, you know. But I, yeah, yeah. I was just, you um, know, you just chalk it up to the game. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I guess. Um, I, I, I don't know. I guess, I like you say, communication, that's, that's lacking in a lot of um, relationships or friendships or whatever. Um, but I guess for me, I guess, and I'm looking at it for me, for me, I will tell you what it is. You know, I, it, it's yeah. something. Well, that's and, the thing. I mean, going forward for your friends, you should definitely be more aware of, you know, establishing what she wants, you know, if, if she's going to continue with long distance relationships, you know what I'm saying? Like, you should definitely right. be more expressive on like what you expect, like when you see the person, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. being more expressive about it and try to get that answer before you you see the person because obviously, right. you know, this this situation doing what you did this situation didn't work out. So, you know, yeah. You should, it's a, it should be, you know, you should definitely learn from it. Yeah, I'm sure it's a learning experience and I'm and, and that's a good thing because I'm glad when I when I um really get to release this whole episode, I'm sure it'll be a learning experience, not just for her, but for guys and girls, like once you're dating and stuff, you just know how to handle stuff like that. Like just be more open, you know, going in or once you're in the situation, just be more open to each other, especially when we're especially adults. When long, especially when you're adults and you're in a long distance relationship, like what do you got to lose? Right. <laughs> what do Safe. you really have to lose? Like y'all yeah. already, y'all already super far from each other. Just Exactly. That's what I feel like. I'm like, okay, so you far from her. Why not just when you fly back, even when, when you're on that plane coming back, okay, so I didn't have this kind, we didn't talk, we didn't, you know, have no kind of intimacy for the last two days. While you're on the plane, just let me start typing up a text because we don't have to see each other again. So I'm just going to let her know this is what it was. Like, why couldn't you do that? I guess that's the thing for me. Like, don't leave a woman hanging, thinking like, you know, to me, it's just like, it's kind of grimy. It's definitely, it's just, it's, it's, yeah. It's very selfish. It's very yeah. Selfish. Yeah, that that's what I think. But listen, I um uh, I appreciate your perspective, um your time, appreciate your time. Hope I can, um uh, we can chat again sometime. Maybe when the Knicks finally win a championship, we can. Yeah, listen, you mark my word. What's like today's that? date? Mark my word. What's today's date? I'm saying the thirtieth of January. 20th. Right, within five years, we raising the trophy. Five years. Tell me. Within five years, we're oh raising the trophy. The Knicks are raising the trophy. Oh, my gosh. It might not be called the Knicks anymore then. <laughs> it don't matter. And listen, they might not be in New York any longer. They might not be under control of Dolan. Dolan. They might be in Seattle or something. Right. Or, or Vegas or something. But the Knicks, that the franchise that formerly know wherever they are. Right. In five years. Five years. Oh, I'll, five I'll mark years. that down, too. Listen, thanks for coming on. Appreciate your time. No problem. All right, talk soon. Be safe. All right. Later.
So I know this was a lot, pretty long episode, but it was long, but interesting. Uh, We heard from three different men, three different takes on relationships. I mean, Jeff, he shared so much with us about marriage, man. They've been married since they were teenagers. So I know there's a lot that he shared that I can factor into my own marriage, my own relationship. And I hope that it can do so for someone else out there. I hope there's another couple who listened to this episode and took something away from what he said. Now, my other two guests, uh, Junior and Maz, they shared uh, information from a singles perspective. And, you know, they talked about, we, we kind of focused more on that topic uh, with one of my one of my girlfriends experienced recently. And I hope whatever they shared, again, it kind of resonates with someone, even a male or female. And, and, and with something that Maz said is that the communication, that as adults, we learn to communicate better and say what we feel. You know, don't, don't, don't see somebody who's emotionally attached to you. You you know, you know how this person feels about you, but refuse to be expressive, refuse to say how you feel, you know, don't, don't string someone along. I I totally hate that. Now, if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling me. You're not feeling her. You're not feeling him. Just say it. I just think as adults that we should communicate better and we should be able to say how we feel. Someone, you know, is taking their time to spend, you know, precious moments with you, hours and days with you, the least you can do, I think, as a male or a female is be honest with them. So again, I hope you guys were able to take something away from this episode and I encourage you to share it, but I'm working on so much more for you guys. And in the coming weeks, Splash of Lorraine, my vision, my voice, we're talking about it.